0: Welcome back everyone, Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast on a Friday night, we're going to talk a lot of different stuff this evening, so come on in, relax, sit down, grab yourself a snack, cold one, whatever you like. And as you saw the banner right before the intro, we're going to talk about the uh, the one, the only, the natural uh, Butch Reed that passed away today at the way too young age of 66. Crack open a cold one here. J-Bone is loving these... What are these called again? Major Melons. It's that new Watermelon Mountain Dew. I don't drink a lot of soda, but I bought a 12-pack of this stuff, and it is absolutely yummy. So let's... um. Out of respect for him, let's let's talk about Butch Reed first. And by all means, as I'm talking about him for a bit at the top of this, um, let me know any, you know, memories you've had of him, you know, uh, if there's any older fans that might have seen him uh, when they were younger, by all means, drop it in the comments, whatever. Um. So yeah, I remember, you know, it's and it's fuzzy cuz I am an older <laughs> wrestling fan. Let's not kid ourselves here. Uh he was around when I was uh a wee little nerd. <laughs> Especially when he was on uh, on TV with the WWE known as the Natural Butch Reed. Um and I had to I had to remind myself. Um, oh, excuse me, of a few of his significant uh, things that he did in the WWE. One of them was, as it says in the article here, uh, WWE. Got, uh, com. he had a a, uh, a win over Coco Beware at Wrestlemania 3 which is one of the most beloved Wrestlemanias of all time and uh, competed in the first ever Survivor Series and some of those first ones are just so much fun to watch man The, the, the clash of the big guys that took place back then. Oh, my goodness. Um, So much fun. First ever Royal Rumble he was a part of. And he also had a match against uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, WrestleMania 4. And he went on to partner with Ron Simmons in WCW as one half of Doom. Uh, and it says here, and I, I've seen this talked about before, um, but uh, like I said, I needed uh, to be reminded of this. Uh, they they defeat he defeated with Ron Simmons with uh, as you know as Doom uh, the Steiner Brothers. It says here at Capital Combat to claim the NWA Tag Team titles um that's pretty amazing and i know uh ron simmons would go on to be um world champion i believe around that same time if i'm not mistaken (sighs) says there's also uh wcw world tag team champions um so yeah You know, he had some titles. I noticed he's part of the um, uh, Mid-South Wrestling. And I know a lot of that stuff is on the WWE Network. So I do want to go check that out sometime uh, when I have some free time and just uh, see some of his stuff. Because, man, I, I, I remember him back in the day. And one of my most... Fond memories, honestly, is it may not necessarily be of him, but it was of my mother, of all things. When I was little and we're watching him on TV and he was called the natural and my mom would be, because he had the the blonde hair. So it's, you know, natural blonde hair. No, it's not natural. But she, she and that was her thing. She was like, he's not naturally blonde. That's not <laughs> she would go off about that. Oh my goodness. She was, my mom was goofy. So um manager Teddy Long, yes. And, uh, with uh being part of Doom, Brian Fell says yes. Uh, Swack fan says, I remember Doom. Love that team. Doom was solid. Zach Bonifer says he was, uh, part of the WrestleMania 4 tournament. Was that the one that was in, it was like, uh, I don't know, like Caesar's Palace or something like that? Is that what that was? I'm trying to remember. Um, But yeah, he absolutely was a badass ass. Uh, excuse me, a badass. Uh, just reading some comments here. One half of the Soul Brothers of Doom. That's right. Tered Sullivan says, "Rest in paradise, hacksaw Butch Reed." Um. But, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of stuff in that Mid-South that uh, was so good, and it's so many people, uh, you know, started down there and then made their way to, uh, you know, bigger, bigger greener pastures in the wrestling world. So, yeah, I absolutely want to uh, check that out sometime. And they, they even made uh, a DVD about it, I believe. It had uh, D.B.I.C. Hacksaw, I think, was on the cover along with uh, JYD, Junkyard Dog. Man, I loved Junkyard Dog back in the day, man. Global Wars is in here. What's up? Mr. Frets? Trump Plaza. Yeah, I know that's not a word that is not very popular these days. I'm just referencing the Place where WrestleMania Four was. So just, just settle your feathers, everyone. Settle your feathers. <laughs> oh man, Terrence Sullivan says, Actu- "Actually, woman managed Doom first, and then Theodore Long." Oh, that's interesting. Woman who is uh, uh the 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 famous um, Mrs. Benoit later. <laughs> Interesting. Atlantic City Casino. Yes. So. A swag fan says, I didn't like the blonde look, but of course Vince got to do that goofy shit. Yeah. Well, you know, he's he's got to make it his, you know, that's, that's what he does. That's what he does. So. Uh, no that's not quite it that's uh, uh, Zach Bonifer says Swingers Plaza no that's no that's you're close close I know what you're doing there that's that's that is goofy I like it's funny Um, Terrence Sullivan says uh, Butch Reed matches against Ric Flair for the NWA world title matches were legendary daddy-o well see that's a perfect reference of stuff to look for. Thank you, Terrence. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> yeah, I know Zach is so goofy. So, yeah, and as and if you guys want to drop more memories of, of him in the comments, please do. We, we're going to continue. So, rest in peace, Butch Reed. You are loved by many generations of fans, as you can see here. Um, uh, my condolences to his fans and family and and friends all over the world. So, all right. Um, all right. So, let's cover a little bit of news. I really do need to get one of my jingles in here for when I'm covering this stuff. I think that'd be appropriate. We're going to cover a little bit of news before we jump into SmackDown. Uh, we're going to talk about. Uh, the updated card for no surrender for impact wrestling coming up Saturday, February 13th. Let's do a little share screen a Rooney. All right. So we know, well, actually we don't know. Let me, Let me talk about this for a minute because we got some matches added, but during the press pass recently, it was, what, yesterday? Or the day before? I forget. Was it yesterday? Yesterday. Tommy Dreamer actually said, you're going to have to wait because I have not given my answer yet. (laughs) You know, people just assume that this match is happening. Folks, we may not get this match. So for those who are like uber excited about this, cool your jets. Just relax. We don't know yet. Tommy's going to give his response to Rich Swan this coming Tuesday. Um, it was a, we'll, we'll see what Tommy says. I mean, I'd assume he's going to say yes, but let's Let's wait and see. Terrence Sullivan says uh, he's glad that the press pass is back. Yeah, and I was going to jump in on it, but there was a bunch of updates and stuff I had to do to Zoom and everything, so I uh, I did not have a chance to. And um, S- Stephanie actually pretty much – asked the question that I wanted to ask it was just worded a little differently so uh but that's okay I'm, I'm not upset about it um I'll get in on another one sometime it was just to uh represent total nonstop impact so it's all good it's all good so we'll we'll find out Tuesday if Tommy Dreamer says yes to um accept Rich Swan's uh match challenge uh, then of course this one is this is the match that was announced first. The Good Brothers are going to take on uh, Private Party. Uh, Good Brothers defending their Impact World Tag Team Championships. Uh, man, that's going to be wild, just just crazy wild. Uh, we have an X Division Championship match. This is one of the match updates. TJP is going to defend his title against Rohit Raju. We got a tag team match. We got some uh some interesting tag teams here. Brian Myers, the most professional Brian Myers with Hernandez, Hernandez uh taking on Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona. That's going to be quite interesting. Now, this one is just crazy. Is that it? Yeah, that's all we have so far. I'm sure we're going to have some knockouts matches uh, stuff announced this week. This match, oh my goodness. Can we please kick off the pay-per-view with this match? Can we please? This is... Uh, Number one contenders match for the X Division Championship. This is, they're calling this a triple threat revolver match. Now, this is a first, folks. At least I am damn sure this is a first. I have never heard of this before. And for those of you who are first seeing this, let me explain this to you, okay? Okay. The description here says, do you love triple threat matches? Well, then the triple threat revolver is for you. On February 13th at No Surrender, Trey Miguel, Chris Bay, Josh Alexander, Blake Christian, Ace Austin, Willie Mack, Suicide, and Davari will compete in one of the most unique action-packed matches in pro wrestling. Three competitors will start the match. When one is pinned or submitted, another will enter the fray. Triple threat matches will continue until uh, there are no more entrants in which the final pinfall or submission will earn the victor a shot at the X-Division Championship. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Great to see Blake Christian. You know, we haven't uh, heard about him much in the news recently. So hopefully, hopefully, this is is a a sign that he's uh, signing with impact. Let's cross our fingers. I'm hoping. Hoping, hoping, because, man, companies are just snatching up people like you would not believe. Um, Side note. um, So that is the. Uh, updated card for no surrender, and let me know your thoughts about this as we uh continue to talk about this. Um, and what are you most looking forward to? Mark's in here. What is up? Long tradition of inventing wild matches continues. Yes, critical sting says, by god. <laughs> Uh Terrence Sullivan says Tommy Dreamer and SmackDown tonight was teasing hard, daddy. Just like a married man giving up a lap dance, LOL. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my god. So I I I love you guys. oh god so goofy um so yeah really looking forward to that um switching gears found out recently that one of booker t's students that wrestles for his um I can't think of, what is it called? Reality of Wrestling? Is that his company down in Texas? Uh, Angela Arnold, AQA, just signed with the WWE. So congrats to AQA. Uh, it's been interesting watching her. The reason why I'm referencing her um, is because uh, years ago, when ringsidenews.com and there might be a couple people in here that are familiar with this when ringsidenews.com was when the website was more of a facebook community it was pretty much declared as the facebook for wrestling fans and it had a very different look to it it was much more community based uh, people adding stuff to it. I was adding blogs at the time. I was actually writing for uh, Steve. And then that that turned into me adding my content because that was when I started YouTubing. And that was seven years ago. That's seven years ago. She was a regular on that website way back then. And the funny part about that is she always joked how she was going to steal Triple H away from Stephanie McMahon, saying that Triple H was her future husband. So that was kind of funny. And we all, you know, laughed along with it, like, haha, you know. And now, seven years later, he's going to be your boss. <laughs> Um, so congrats, AQA, uh, very proud of you and, um, can't wait to see what this next, uh, generation of, uh, women are going to accomplish at the PC and, uh, in WWE. So cheers to you. I don't, it's not much of a cheers. It's. You know, major melon cheers, but whatever. All right, so we continue. <laughs> um, Mark, that's from your neck of the woods, by the way. Uh, we we were uh talked about this last night. Zach Boniface says, "Happy birthday to Queen B, Madison Rain." Well, happy birthday, Madison Rain. Uh, um, did not realize that. Critical Sting says AQA is the first woman I've ever seen hit a shooting star. Oh, that's interesting. Reality of wrestling. That that's it. All right. Thank you, Swack fan. I thought that's what it was called. <clears throat> so. Lacey Ryan signed as well. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of ladies have, yeah, signed recently. Uh Priscilla Kelly. Um, bunch of them. So yeah. Crazy. Yes, Elijah Washington. We were just talking some Impact Wrestling. But we're going to we're switch gears again. We're going to switch now over to talking about uh, tonight's SmackDown. And <laughs> he likes the new theme from the Dirty Dogs. Yeah, that is different. I'm going to have to look that up. Usually they drop them in the, the YouTube channel. Um, They are kind of giving that tag team a facelift because Robert Roode does not come out with the traditional robe anymore like he has for the last several years. Um, But he is still called the glorious one. So that's interesting. So he still has that moniker. Um, So, all right. Mark says, "Impact fucking rules ass." All right. <laughs> uh, it sounds like one. Of, who who says that kind of stuff? Was that Warhorse? Was that the guy? I think so. So within six months, he's going to get snatched up too. Bet your bottom dollar on that. He's one of the fan favorites out there. It's only a matter of time. I'm surprised they eh, he does. AEW has not snatched him up yet. I'm honestly kind of shocked. All right. So, SmackDown, February 5th, 2021, Season 23, Episode (laughs) 6. Just reading the chat here. All right, so it opens up with Roman Reigns coming out with Paul Heyman and Jey Uso. Um, very quiet evening for Jey Uso. Usually he's out there saying something, spitting something. This was a very quiet evening. He was just kind of roaming around at Roman's side. It sounds a little, little pun, I guess. Sorry about that. <laughs> roaming around at Roman's side. <laughs> And um, just trying to look important and really did not have to be out there at all. Like, I get why he was out there, but, you know, it was just funny. And we, even at the end of the night, with um, Roman sending him to the back, crazy. Of course, we realize now why, which is actually very smart on the whole uh part of edge. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I got to say as I'm getting into this, I actually enjoyed Smackdown tonight. A lot of good wrestling and uh some fun little storylines. I really enjoyed this. Um Roman Reigns is uh insulted by Edge all week because Edge showed up on Raw (laughs) excuse me Edge showed up on Raw and Roman is like why are you wasting time showing up on shows like Raw and NXT when I'm the main event of Wrestlemania you you don't have anyone else to think about facing except for me. And he's, I mean, that's, I've never heard it put like that, but damn, I mean, he's right. He's right. He's not wrong. Um, Crazy that he put it that way. So he's waiting for Edge to come out and confront him on all this. Like why? Why are you you know, in, you know, just insulting me all week? And then uh, he finds out from one of the pr- uh, producers at ringside that he has not arrived yet, and that just makes him even more mad. He's like, "Oh no, you really? So you're you're just gonna waste my time even more?" So now he's furious. Roman is furious, and he's he says, uh, you've got by the end of the night to tell me who you're facing. So Roman is just steaming mad, crazy. Um, we go from that to uh, King Corbin attacking Dominic Mysterio as he's coming out for the next match with his Papa Ray. Um, that leads into... The scheduled match, King Corbin versus Dominic Mysterio. And Dominic Dominic Mysterio wins here. Decent match. I'll give him that. Cause I have not paid attention to Dominic hardly at all the last few months. And he's he's definitely getting better. He's definitely getting better. Like I just was couldn't stand to watch him a few months ago. You know, and especially with the whole horrible romance thing that was tied to it. That was just god-awful. But I, I, I just don't understand. Like, they still have this thing now, obviously, where the Mysterios are cheating to win. I don't get it is it an homage to eddie like the frog splash obviously is and that's fine but why is ray helping his son cheat the win the bigger question here is because i am catching up on the whole mysterio shenanigans storyline here does dominic Um, does Dominic know? Cause they certainly talk about it on commentary, but does Dominic know that Ray helped him? Was this a plan? That's a bigger question. I just don't, I don't get it. It's, this is so not like the Mysterios, you know, it's, it's, it's so weird. It honestly is. What's (laughs) <clears throat> what's <laughs> Mark says what's Sasha's what's Sasha doing? She <laughs> she's being sassy. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> Terrence says that cat Reginald is lol funny. Um I I don't get Reginald. I really don't. I don't understand him. Like, I know he's been a part of the whole Carmela thing for a while, but I'm just kind of like, you know, they're throwing out these like, you know, big $5 words, like sommelier. Like, I'm like, what in the blue hell is a Somalia? I just, I don't know. But, but anyways, um, I'm going to have to Google that shit, I guess. Um, but yeah, good match between Dominic Mysterio and King Corbin. Just didn't get the end. just crazy. Ray helping Dominic cheat the win. Um Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro. My goodness. Can we please get more of this? Now, apparently, Cesaro is on a roll lately, from what it sounded like on commentary. Correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) I'll keep voting. Who's Reginald? (laughs) Uh, Right? Who's Reginald? Um, Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro. Now, that goes, as far as like those two facing each other, goes way back to the old ring of honor days to the, I'm guessing early two thousands. Wait, does it go back that far? Maybe mid two thousands. Um, mid two, I'm going to guess mid two thousands. Um, back when those two were in in Ring of Honor together, along with the likes of uh, Chris Hero, I think CM Punk, Seth Rollins, possibly, or Tyler Black, if you will. Um. (laughs) SWAT fan says, I didn't even know his name was Reginald until J-Bone said. (laughs) Uh, Once again, J-Bone watching SmackDown, so you don't have to. All right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, But, yeah, this was just a great wrestling match. These two grappling like crazy, uh, twisting each other up like a pretzel. And Cesaro made Daniel Bryan tap and even showed him a ton of respect at the end. They gave each other a fist bump. And... um, It's very interesting. Very interesting. You know, I don't know where this is leading to. Maybe this is all leading to, like, I think the next big event is the Elimination Chamber. That's a guess. I could be wrong. But I think that's the next one. So maybe they're trying to have certain people win a few times in a row to qualify for it. Maybe that's what's going on here. Could be. But, wow, what a great match. I mean, um, yeah, can we please get more of this? My goodness. Uh, Cesaro had his head busted open, too. I'm not sure how that happened. I have to go back and actually – uh, slow it down and see what happened. But man, the whole one side of his head was all bloody by the end of it. So he hits, knocked something, hit something, cut it on something. Um, next, we got Bailey versus Ruby Riot. Decent match. Uh, told a little story here. How you know Ruby Riots? Uh, Bailey, oh well, Bailey, doing some limb work on uh, Ruby Riot. Of course, had the uh, surgery on her shoulder before. So, um, you know, obviously making you feel for Ruby Riot. Bailey came out with a win here, but Billy K was at commentary and tried helping Ruby Riot to no avail. Bailey gets a win, like I said, and um, uh, Liv was like, um, what you what are you doing, Billy Kay? And just you know, there's a lot of confusion there. But then at the end of this, when Bailey won, Billy Kay was trying to get the attention of uh Bailey. So it's just, you know, goofy. Uh <laughs> Mark says, SmackDown women's roster is so fun. I love it currently. Yeah, I like. I like some of it. I'm I'm trying to appreciate it for what it is because I'm you know I'm, I'm catching up on a lot of it because I haven't watched it in the last few months. So, uh, you know, Billy Kay still doing the goofy, still trying to get attention thing or fit in some place. I don't know where that's going to lead to. Well, to find out. says love billy k to death and live is fire yeah i like the riot squad they're fun to watch hakeem says thoughts on steve cutler being released from the wwe um uh, i i've read the articles um i'm not sure really what to think of it just because he was on tv so little and he really never got a chance to uh shine as a talent um you know he did some stuff in nxt obviously with the forgotten sons then one third of that was taken away recently and um, I mean I don't know if this is gonna be the start of a string of uh layoffs or firings or whatever you call it um I really yeah i really do i mean I know that he's tied to uh diana parazzo that's her, her boyfriend or husband one of the two i forget what it is but i and I know she's um <laughs> the literally forgotten sons yeah right <laughs> but yeah i really I, I really have never seen him do anything and that's not an insult to him I just I've just never seen his stuff you know I've seen his name and face mentioned as a part of this group or that group or whatever and um like I said he just really never got an opportunity to shine and when you don't it doesn't take much to give an excuse to be let go at at you know after a certain point so Terrence says, do you think Steve Cutler ends up in impact with his woman, the virtuosa Deanna Prazzo? Um, There certainly is a chance for that. Um, I'd have to actually see, like, what he's like in the ring because I just really don't know. If if anybody has any clips they want to share with me, you can throw them in my DMs on Twitter. Um, anything of note that that stands out if you will um but yeah i'm sure you know is she's uh she's a two-time women's champion which means she has a little pull as far as the future of uh you know talent in the company she certainly has the favor of management so who knows who knows um but yeah i mean like, beyond that i really can't say anything about them But I am curious to see how good he really is as far as in-ring talent, you know. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, But he is – he does have a 90-day no-compete clause. So no matter what it is, it's going to be at least three months um, until he shows up anywhere. So we'll just have to be patient, you know, see what happens. So – So Tim says, Hey, J bone, can you please tell the TNI podcasters listeners that I have found my sister? Unfortunately, the cops were not very helpful. Please make the announcement as, as well. If able, please announce. Okay. Um, Look, and I'm, this is, this is not me trying to be mean, Tim. We were conversing a lot back and forth last night. Like I said, you have to you had to let the process of the authorities take place no one is going to do anything until after 48 hours so to say that they didn't do anything and it only had been 48 hours is really unfair that's i'm, I'm just speaking realistically here tim i know you were upset but and I'm, I'm very thankful that you found your sister, you know. You know, God showed his blessings on that. And I'm very thankful for that. But like I said, I was trying to talk to you last night about being realistic about this whole situation. So, and that's all I'm going to say about that. So, but I'm glad she's safe. I'm glad to. Very happy about that. So, all right, we continue. All right, where were we? Bailey versus Ruby Riot. Fun match. Fun match. Uh, Billy K trying to find the favor of somebody, anybody, to pay attention to her. Um, we get the announcement that Rollins is officially returning next week. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm just hoping to God that they're not continuing the same storylines as right when he left. Because um, uh, I was not a fan of that. I was not a fan of that at all. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Critical Sting says, speaking of no-compete clauses, the former Zelina Vega should be free soon. Probably. Probably. Oh, excuse me. So, yeah. She's a former, what, Impact women's tag champ, I think. Or am I thinking of someone else? I forget. But she is very good in the ring. Um, What's next here? Bianca Belair. Has uh, has an in ring segment with uh, Reginald and Carmella, and just ends up whooping Reginald with um, with her hair, and I haven't seen that in a while. And that was honestly one of the things that like turned me off about her. At the start, like I didn't get it. Like I'm like I don't understand why she's allowed to do this, you know, especially during matches. But I'm a, I am a big fan of Bianca Belair right now. She shines. Her smile is infectious. Uh, you can't help but smile right along with her. I'm very happy that she won the Royal Rumble. Um, and and Sasha Banks when she comes out here is is really mocking. Uh, Bianca Belair really talking down to her, but she is the SmackDown Women's Champ, so I mean she has every right to. So, um, so we'll see, and we still don't get a straight answer from Bianca Belair on who she's picking. So it looks like we're playing the long game in finding out who's challenging who at Wrestlemania. Um, I think a lot of people are assuming it's going to be uh, that it's going to be Sasha Banks, but um, but you can't assume you never know what's going to happen uh i think i think a majority of the fans want sasha banks to face bianca belair i know i want her to face her um not that bianca belair versus Asuka will be bad because um because oscar is very good but uh I just, you know, they both just look like they would have a great match. So, but yeah, Bianca Belair just absolutely whoops. Reginald and Carmella just politely excuses herself from the whole situation. <laughs> like she doesn't want to get physical with anybody, which is very interesting. I really thought she was going to uh, do something to Bianca Belair as she was uh, whipping Reginald. You know, she did not come to his rescue or anything, which shows what she thinks of her own Somalia. Somalia? Somalia? Whatever that is. Hey, J-Bone, did you cover the Royal Rumble? If so, (sighs) what episode? Uh, I did that uh, right after Sunday. So you can go look that up. Yep, a few videos ago. I did that immediately following. Actually, it was a little later later. It was because I ended up watching the Royal Rumble. I did Sunday's uh, Impact Plus Weekly, and then I did the Royal Rumble stuff. So that's that's the order that I did that. So I did both, if you want to catch up on both of them. But, yeah, that's already up. True color says no point in guessing what's going to happen when Vince probably doesn't even know this. Just... <laughs> Don't. <laughs> oh man. Harsh, harsh. No, it's, it's sad, but true. Sad, but true. Um, yeah. He also says, I'm guessing it's going to be Oscar versus Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that one's probably a given. Probably a given. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. And that's all right. I mean, it's a little predictable, but that's okay. It's okay. Uh, We've got tag team action next. We got the. SmackDown Tag Champs, Dolph Ziggler, and The Glorious One. Robert Roode taking on Otis and Chad Gable. So, what, so this is something that I'm catching up on too, apparently. So Chad Gable is trying to... And thank God they're not calling him Shorty G anymore. Jiminy Christmas, was that horrible? Um, So he's trying to get... Otis in better shape or just be like a mentor to him or whatever this relationship is. He's like training him. I don't know, but they're a tag team. I don't understand why you broke up one tag team that was actually popular and fans loved with heavy machinery. Cause God knows Vince isn't doing anything with, Tucky. Um, and now you put Otis in another tag team with someone else that Vince doesn't even care about. So whatever, I'm not going to overthink this, but it's like, damn, it's, <laughs> you know, why did you break up like the Iconics? You know, I still, I still see people online complaining about the Iconics being broken up, you know? deactivated styles what is up broski are you doing watching along on the twitch good to see so yeah the tag champs win this one short but sweet uh tag match and then we get the um The uh, this week in WWE history, it's is this something new that they just started? I'm not sure. Um, 33 years ago today, Hogan versus Andre the Giant at Saturday night's main event. And I was thinking at first that they were going to talk about the WrestleMania one, but like, no, wait, WrestleMania isn't in February. What am I thinking? Um, but no, it's it's the one that led to wrestlemania i believe um or is it the one that actually was following the hogan andre match is that what it was yeah they faced each other at wrestlemania in 1987 this was 88 and this is the one that led to the tournament, um, at WrestleMania four, I believe. And this is, th- this is a significant one because of the, <laughs> the dual Hepners. <laughs> they, they, they screwed Hogan and it was, um, uh, the two Hepners showed up, and I, I remember as a kid watching this, like, oh my god, there's two of them. What is going on? Um, it's crazy. Crazy. <laughs> so yeah, and I realize that Hogan isn't popular by some people's standards, and I get that, but uh what he did back then is, is so much fun and uh, it's good. Still good memories for me. So good stuff. I loved it. Um, next we've got a hell of a triple threat match between Apollo crew, Sami Zayn, and big E big E defending successfully here is intercontinental championship. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens at WrestleMania. Are they gonna have another multi man match like they have in the past with the Intercontinental Championship? Or are they gonna do something else? I mean, obviously Sami Zayn is still trying to get his title back with this uh, you know, protesting gimmick and this controversial character stuff going on. Um Karen Sullivan says, this was covered on Around the Ring with Pens and Baby Hebner. Oh, really? See, that's one of the few interviews that I missed. Because I ran out of time. (laughs) It's the one thing that I asked not to take part in with the whole uh, Impact Plus Weekly, I I told Trent, I said, don't go to me for the interview because I didn't watch it. I watched everything pretty much but that. So, but I am glad that Brian Hebner is back in Impact Wrestling. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go back and watch that one. And I hear that the new uh, explosion that just dropped uh, after Sunday is good as well. So uh, I'll have to check that out. (laughs) True Color says it was the highest rated match in American wrestling history. Yes, 33 million people watching. Is that crazy or what? With between Andre and <clears throat> Andre and Hogan. That's just wild, man. Just wild. The numbers don't lie, and they spill trouble for you at sacrifice. All right, we continue. So yeah, great match between those three. Apollo. Sammy and Big E, Big E defending successfully. I don't know if they're doing something like a heel turn here with, uh, Apollo, cause I know he's friends with Big E, but man, he looks just absolutely furious to the point that he's shaking at the end of this match. So that could be a start of a heel turn. Something's happening with Apollo. This could be interesting. Um, which actually it'll be refreshing because, um, Like, he's been such a beloved character that just really hasn't accomplished as much as he could have in this company. But I like the fact that if they are turning him heel, it's a sign that, hey, you know, they're giving him some attention now. That's great. I do appreciate that. Like, he was United States champion, and that's fine, and that's good. But, you know, he should have in theory with his athleticism and talent should have accomplished a lot more in my opinion, you know? So, um, and then we got edge coming out at the end here and Reigns is just fuming mad. He's just furious. Um, and, uh, what does is, what is Edge say? Oh, Edge says, uh, I'm already renting space in your head. You brought backup. And uh, Roman Reigns jokingly says, I swear to God that Paul Heyman will behave himself. He will not do anything to hurt you. And, and then Paul's acting all tough like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm not going to do anything to hurt you. <laughs> That just cracked me up. I was like, oh hell no. Paul Heyman, please try and please stop trying to act tough. That was that was hilarious. Uh, and then there's an awkward moment of silence, and Roman quietly excuses Jay Uso and says, go wait for me on the bus. And and Jay Uso has acted like that younger brother, like, oh man, oh you're gonna make, oh you're gonna send me away, oh man, and, and so he he goes, he leaves the ringside area, and <clears throat> uh, so then uh, you know it's just it's just those two. Heyman's even standing on the apron on the outside of the ring, just like watching from afar. And Roman approaches Edge like, all right, it's just us two now. Now give me your answer. You've insulted me enough. You need to acknowledge that I am the main event of WrestleMania. You need to acknowledge me. Say my name. Say my name. Say my name. I was waiting for him to do that. And he disappointed me. He did not bust out the Beyonce. Just did not bust out the Beyonce. And so, but then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, KO, Kevin Owens turns, Roman Reigns around, stuns him. And and Kevin's so satisfied and just walks away, walks away. And Edge is just like, oh, well, okay, that's just my cue to leave. Quietly drops the mic and slowly backs out of the ring. And we get credits. So we do not have an answer from Bianca Belair. We do not have an answer from Edge as far as who both Royal Rumble winners are going to face. At this year's Wrestlemania. They're playing the long game here. How do you feel about that? Are you upset that you did not get the answer tonight because you waited all week for it? You waited all week for them to give some kind of answer on SmackDown and we didn't get one. I was, I don't want to say upset. I was a little surprised just because they made it sound so brutally obvious throughout the show. But when they didn't give the answer, it's like, all right, they're going to go, uh, they're going to go the slow, the slow storytelling waiting game. Okay. As long as it doesn't get ridiculous we have to wait like three months or whatever it is till wrestlemania for to give the answer you know kind of like we were waiting forever to find out if taker was gonna face john cena we found out the day of you know let's let's not let's not do that because that just didn't end well <laughs> um Marx's lol. No, keep us in suspense. WWE. I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's obvious, but let's see how it plays out. Let's see how it plays out. We will see what happens. Um, Terrence says, not upset, just don't like being teased, brother. <laughs> not even a little. Okay. Um, so that's SmackDown. And I, I actually, like I said, I actually really enjoyed this. Um, I enjoyed, and I enjoyed Raw, too. It's it's damn long, but I, I really enjoyed it. So, Um, that's a great start because like I said, this is the first week that I'm covering WWE stuff in several months. And, um, if the first two shows raw and SmackDown were, you know, not good in my opinion, then obviously that's a bad sign for the future on the road to WrestleMania, but so far so good. I'll, I'll take this as a positive start. It makes me excited for next week. How are they going to build up Elimination Chamber? Elimination Chamber is still one of my favorite pay-per-views. Um, it'll be very interesting to see how they do this in the Thunderdome. Um, I mean, obviously, like anything else, like any other cage match, I guess. But, uh, it, you know, it is what it is. Know, and we're getting fans at WrestleMania, uh, I guess, uh, you know, a certain amount down in Tampa. So, uh, I'm excited about that. It'll be nice, uh, nice to see fans at uh, events again slowly over the course of this year. It'll be very interesting to see how other companies, well, I mean, like AEW has had fans in Daly's place for the last few months now. Um, I, I think I heard that they're moving to another place. I'm not positive about that, like, simply because it's, like, so cold out. And that's a lot to ask of fans if it's so cold in Florida to, like, you know, make them sit and watch wrestling. It's also a, a lot to ask of your roster to, you know, wrestle in 40-degree, 50-degree weather. It's not very kind, you know they they need to do something about that, in my opinion, so yeah, we'll see i mean this this is gonna be a really crazy year to watch wrestling slowly but surely evolve back to normal, and it just all depends on the course of the pandemic, so we say a little prayer, wear your mask, and uh you know keep washing your hands and everything else and Hopefully, uh, within the next uh, year or so, we can really get back to a normal way of living because, man, I'd, I'd love it. I really would. I'd appreciate it because this is uh, – it's been crazy. The, the the mental stress of it has been overwhelming, and I know I'm not the only one that's affecting like that. So, um, but yeah, your thoughts on SmackDown tonight and the news from earlier about um, – The updated card from uh, Impact Wrestling's No Surrender. They dropped a lot of match card changes, a lot of new matches this week. And uh, last but certainly not uh, re—excuse me, last but certainly not least, rest in peace, Butch Reed. You will be missed by your fans around the world. Uh, We loved and appreciated your work, no matter where it was. So uh, yeah. That's it for this one. We will see you, uh, I don't know, if not tomorrow, we'll see you on Sunday for uh, the Sunday dinner, if you will, over on, on that other little podcast called Total Nonstop Impact. For the Impact Plus Weekly, we'll cover explosion along with some news and uh, open discussion with the uh with the uh, watchers, listeners, if you will. And um, yeah, that's it. So on your way out, you know what to do. You smash that like button. You smash that sub button and ring that bell for notifications. Oh, oh, almost forgot. I almost forgot, folks. I wanted to share this. Boom new march links in the description go get you some new march because this new merch is too sweet just dropped late last night it's stp for life a la the classic nwo wolf pack so yeah that is fresh on there. There's teas, tanks, long sleeves, hoodies, mugs to drink your favorite uh, warm or cold beverage. So, yeah, go get you some fresh STP merch. And, uh, yeah, thank you for the support. Smash that like button once again. Smash that sub button. Ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. Go check out the audio for your bone on the go. Anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast. Also on verbal now as well. V-U-R-B-L. That's a new site. Um, But yeah, anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast. It gets thrown to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Overcast, Breaker, uh, and a few others. So, uh, but yeah, that's it. Much love, folks. We'll see you soon. See you soon.